What's up, guys? It's your friendly neighborhood Smangle, and today we're going to talk about the top five games you probably have on your PC. Welcome to the Full Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Smango, of course. You can follow me over on Twitter at TheSmango. And if you guys are part of the YouTube channel, you can see I've already done this video, but I want to do a podcast form too, which will also be uploaded on YouTube. But, you know, a more long, long form content, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be a podcast, but you'll be able to listen to it on a podcast feed. Many of you guys know I've been a PC gamer for a long time, since at least the 90s. I remember getting my first Windows 98 computer back in probably 98, or it was probably before that, because I had 95. What year would it have been? I became a PC gamer around the Half-Life and SimCity 3000 era. That's when I got my first computer, because those were the first two games I really had for computer. And I didn't have a graphics card. Two wonderful games. Half-Life been one of my favorite games of all time, but it didn't even make this list. So what we're going to do here, I'm going to talk about, we're going to start with number five. And for you guys that's been part of the community for a while, you already know I love this game. That's Quake. I made Quake fans for a reason. It's because I enjoy, I love the game. And, you know, I made Quake fans because of the recent game, Quake Champions. And I really wanted to just cover it because I thought it was going to be the game. Turns out I was wrong. But still a fun game, but it definitely missed the mark on a lot of things. And you should have Quake. You should have the original Quake on computer. It has so many mods. There's so many mods. There's so many games that's come from Quake. You can look up the Quake engine and the Quake engine tree and just look at all the games that spawned from it. Call of Duty. Uh, I think there's even... There's Code. I, I, I remember reading an article or a YouTube video that said there's a part, there, there, there's a part in each game that has some Quake code in it. That's how smart John Carmack is, though. Like he made, he made the whole engine, and you know he's still he's still a genius. He's you know nobody really makes engines anymore. No, nobody develops a gaming engine. Like everybody usually probably just uses the Unreal Engine because it's so good. Why would you want to make an engine? But back in the day, that's what game developers done. They make an engine so they make games. Some people still do, like uh, that's the what's uh, Too Good's engine called? I can't remember off the top of my head right now, but yeah. So John Carmack made this engine. There's so many games. He just let the community run with it. And there's so many, and you can create your own maps. It's definitely one of the best games you can get for your PC. If you don't get like, like this, this list is for, if you don't get any other games, at least get these five and you're going to have so much to do. And you know, there's a few honorable mentions I can mention on here. Like, um, we'll do that then. Honorable mentions of some games you probably should get on PC, but Quake is definitely one of the games you should get on PC. I mean, you could get one, two, and three, and probably never run out of content to play. I'd say one has the most content because it's it, Quake was developed, and it was on, you know, it, it was on just a simpler more simpler level 
than some of the other engines. Like, I'm trying to think of the words here, but I can even create a map. Like, I have created my own map. It's not that hard. It's literally like playing Minecraft. <laughs> if that makes any sense. And uh, that's one of the games that's on here is Minecraft, and you'll see which one it is uh, shortly. But it's literally like you just drag a bunch of blocks together, get Ranger started, put a mob here, put a teleporter here, and uh, you can you can learn. It's, it, you can watch a few videos, and 20, 30 minutes, you can make your own map. Like, no joke. Dump Truck DS, look him up, look up his YouTube channel. He'll help you get started. On to number four. Man, number four, what a game. If you guys remember the original Diablo and how groundbreaking it was and how cool it was. And unfortunately, I played Diablo 1 on PlayStation 1. So it's kind of weird going back and looking at uh, Diablo, the original Diablo. And knowing I played it on the PlayStation instead of PC, and how bad it really was. Like, it was a terrible P PlayStation port. It was a terrible game port. But at least you had it. And I remember I figured out how to duplicate on Diablo because it just made so much sense. Like, when you loaded your character and you dropped your items, but then you just removed that memory card and exited the game, but you, the other guy could just save on his memory card. But then whenever you load back, the you know, the console doesn't know any difference. It's just loading this memory again. And you can duplicate that way. I don't know why I thought about that, but it did. And how groundbreaking Diablo really was, though. Then Diablo 2 come out. And number four is Diablo 2. How many hours did we all sink into this game? How many? How many? It, it's crazy. I, I remember coming home, getting Diablo 2, Jumping online, like I, playing online was just brand new on dial-up. Never, I, I didn't even know it was possible. Downloading an update or something. I joined a game, and then like some guy rushes me to the end. And I'm just like, holy crap, I beat this game in like 30 minutes. Is that it? Is it did I just get rushed through the game? And I didn't even know what rushing was. I, I, I bought this game that night. Some guy, some random dude from the internet joins my game and just beats the game for me. I didn't know what to do. And I think my first character was like a necromancer. I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, I remember going, somebody finally invited me to the cow level. And I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. Like I could, they told me, it's like, man, go build this, uh, this blood golem and then cast this curse spell and you'll never die. And I, man, I tell you what, it was awesome. I was killing cows left and right, but then it got harder and harder. And that really wasn't the best build turns out these days. And you had openbattle.net. Man, those were fun times. But uh, Diablo 2 is on this list because it's one of those games. That it was just meant for PC. It really was. It was meant for a computer game. Now, Diablo 2 Resurrection, or Resurrected, has come out. And it's hit consoles. And even on PC, you can plug in a controller. And I've done it while I've, while I've been on my exercise bike or something. And it'll go to like a controller mode. And you can play, which is cool. It just feels awkward, though. Like, it's cool you can do it. I'm glad you can do it. But it's just, it's not Diablo 2 to me. You have to be clicking. You have to be almost breaking your mouse. Because you have all this loot, and it's not personal loot. This is even the new Diablo remastered. You got to get your own loot. It drops. You got to be able to pick it up fast. And 
finding out there's like Uber Diablos and Uber Bells and man, what a game. Then there's mods for it. There's mods for this game. Like that Median XL. What a game. What a mod. That was cool. It just, it just, uh, <laughs> just add more to Diablo that was unthinkable. Now, you know, there's many other mods, but the Median XL was always my favorite mod to just play around for a little bit. And I don't know. But as Diablo 2 got older and older and Windows got newer, it became harder to play the game. Like, there's high resolution patches, and each Windows version that come out would break that. And man, it's just become a mess. It's It's been good that they actually did redo Diablo 2. So that's the thing about uh, Quake and uh, them kind of releasing the source code. Everybody's made. Uh, Everybody's been able to make these source engines and been able to play like, of course, Quake Remastered's come out or Quake HD by, you know, Night Dive Studios has come out and it's great, but it's not like we haven't been able to experience Quake at all because you have all these source engines. Diablo 2's not been like that because it's always been closed. Nobody's got the source code Diablo 2 besides uh, Battle.net and Blizzard. So... They finally released a updated game, which has been great. I haven't got to play a lot of it, but it, it's a great game. Highly recommend it. you pick it up, put it in your library. Uh, I mean, it's just it's just one of those games that it'll stick with you forever. Since 1998, that game, I've bought Diablo 2 so many times. It's been ridiculous just to play online. It's one of the best online games of all time. On to number three. I don't know what to say about this game. You know, it's been this Team Fortress Classic come out. And, of course, I think you, I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast that I loved Half-Life. Then I played Half-Life multiplayer. It was okay. But, man, Team Fortress Classic. Now, that was fun. This team-based, you know, class shooter captured the flag on two fort and well I played that for so many hours, sniping, learning how to be a spy, engineer, cook, learning about cooking grenades. It's definitely my first like online shooter. Even before Quake, uh, even before Quake Three, I played Team Fortress Classic, and <laughs> just seeing you know medics shoot across the sky, then Demo Man. God, what was that one one map? It was. It always disappointed me that uh, this map didn't translate over to. Team Fortress 2, and that was, uh, God, I'm trying to remember it now. <laughs> I can't remember it. But anyway, you had to go, it was like a gas chamber, and everybody had to go, like, if they set off the alarm or got the key, they set off the gas chamber, and he'd kill everybody unless you got a suit. Man, that was fun. That was fun times. Then the orange box come out. Half-Life 2 included Team Fortress 2. Oh, my goodness. Team Fortress 2, what a game. Team Fortress Classic kind of bit the dust after Team Fortress 2 come out. I mean, it just kind of... Team Fortress Classic still exists, but it, it's not got the polish that Team Fortress 2 got. Then, with all the updates and the collecting of hats and... Man, what a game. And the community and the servers, and you can run your own you know, server. Build your own community if you want to. This game will never die because, I mean, you can run it forever if somebody knows how to set up a server like that's it 
<laughs> it'll run to the end of time if you want it to. All you have to do is have a computer, two computers, same network, cross the internet. That's one thing these some of these games teach is you know basic networking, which can translate to a job someday. And that's what part of the Full Tech Podcast is, is talking about technology. And man, have I ever learned how to port forward and, and you know set up IP addresses and all of that static IP addresses, learn what the HCP was. It was cause of games like this. You know, Team Fortress 2, having a buddy connect across seas or something to my little community server. And, we, and, you know, sometimes I still try to run some quick live servers and stuff every now and then. Uh, I, think, I don't think I got one up running right now, but I did have. That's another project I need to do is get one that runs auto starts and whenever the power goes out here <laughs> but yeah team fortress 2 it just wasn't a good uh it just wasn't a good console game it was okay i'm glad console people got to play it kind of like counter-strike on console like it just doesn't feel right half-life 2 didn't feel right on console either but team fortress 2 man what a game so awesome still going to this day till this podcast it still has a great player base it's amazing on to number two, and I mean, if you're a PC gamer and you don't have this game, I, just, I don't even know what to say. You got to have Doom, and it's not really Doom you have to have, which Doom's amazing. The first Doom, you could play it right now, and it would still be great. You could play it, if you had a computer from 1995, or just an MS-DOS computer, and you had Doom on it, you would have a blast. The game's just, it holds up today, even though the graphics ain't that great, it's still fun. And it just has this feeling. I don't know how to explain it. But the amount of Doom mods for Doom and Doom 2 is incredible. People have made full games that you can just download because of the Doom source ports. Like Z-Damon, uh, GZ-Doom or whatever. Everybody's made these crazy mods for Doom. And, I mean, just Brutal Doom alone has put... Doom on a whole nother level. I know I love the Doom community. They're like, oh, shut up about Doom or Brutal Doom. We hate it. Don't mention Brutal Doom. Listen, the Brutal Doom, whether you like it or not, really got people to notice Doom mods because it just amped up the violence on that game. <laughs> it just did. It made it, it made it a spectacle to look at. And, you know, people's just paid more attention to how well that mod was done. And then they found out these other mods that they really enjoy. Like whether you like, um, brutal doom or not, it, it, it done a lot for the modern community. It's put doom back on the map. It's just crazy. I mean, people's made full games from learning how to just, cause they saw the brutal doom and seen how popular it got. They're like, I can do that. Then they're doing that. They really are. They're doing that. Even the guy that made brutal doom, He's making his own game now because how much work and how much he understands the engine. He's just making his own game now. And he's, it's probably going to be for free. I don't know. It's worth money. The amount of time he's effort he's put into these bots. He, he's a game developer. I mean, really it's crazy. Now that's what I'm saying. These games, you could, you could plot, get them, play them forever. And you wouldn't even have to have another game. The amount of games you would get out of just having a doom dot wad is incredible the online games you could play online forever and anything you play a million different single player games 
It just it would never end. And the amount of maps, crazy, crazy. In our final, final number one game, and I'll probably get some flack for this. I don't know, but it's Minecraft. I know it's Minecraft. People look at it. They think it's goofy, silly, cartoony, but man, it just supports everything. It's got, it, it checks all the boxes. You like building? Check. You like survival? Check. You like modding? Check. You like running servers? Check. It runs on a toaster, even though if you had these crazy textures, it won't. But Minecraft out of the box, it's old, especially JavaCraft Minecraft. You don't need RTX cards for it. And it just, it's not even new now. It's old. Minecraft's old. It gets updates from Microsoft now since they bought it. And it's just one of these games that you could play. You could play vanilla Minecraft out of the box and spend countless hours on it and never ending, never ending amount of content would be on Minecraft. I really think Minecraft is just how games like Quake is kind of like, it's like one of the last types of games like Quake. Like they kind of hand the rails over or the reins over to the community and it's like, here, here you go. This is how you, uh, do this mod. You can play Minecraft. You can, there's a, uh, there's a quake mod for Minecraft that lets you strafe jump. And there's a, I don't know if there's, if you look up a mod for Minecraft, there's probably one for it. Like there's MMORPGs you can do for Minecraft. There's RPGs you can do for Minecraft. You can put different skins, textures. It's incredible. Like, if you buy Minecraft, you have a game that has a billion other games in it. People like Battle Royales. It's been documented and, you know, looked on that they're the ones that made uh, Battle Royales because of the Hunger Games. That's basically a Battle Royale. <laughs> then uh, that Fall Guys game that's come out. Minecraft done that first. You know, it had these games that to see who could last the longest on all these obstacles. It's crazy. I know... It's for kids. It's for adults. It's just everyone loves Minecraft. I know some people don't get it. Even when I talk to like adults of my age, I'm like, listen, I understand where you're coming from, but Minecraft is just, you can do anything on it. You can build, you could literally build a computer in it because of the redstones. Like it's just ones and zeros. This is all redstone is. You could literally build a computer and people have, isn't that crazy? They're building their own Ram banks out of, dirt and redstone or something. I don't know. It's mind blowing what you can do with Minecraft. And it's definitely one that it's number one cause for that. It just, it, it's so simple, but so complex cause of all the stuff. It, uh, the, I don't know the developer. It, I, I, I just don't know. He, he made this game and it's, it does everything that you need it to do. And I, I don't really don't know what else to say about Minecraft, but you need it on your computer. Like, it's just one of those games. You know, it doesn't do everything perfect, but it does everything. It does a little bit of everything. And, I mean, if you're on an island, these games are the five games you could just spend countless days, nights, years playing. One. You could just pick one and play, play it for a decade. Never get tired of it. There'd be something new to do. That's about it for the list. Uh, I did want to, like, cover honorable mentions. And I plan on probably making a follow-up video on the Full Tech YouTube channel about uh, some of these. 
But honorable mentions would be like games like Age of Empires. You know, there's tons of mods for it. And, you know, RTS games don't really work on consoles, if you ask me. You know, I just, I don't think they do. Some people do. It just don't work with a controller, if you ask me. I I would never play RTS with a controller. I'd want to, I'd rather bang my head against the wall. Then, you know, you got games like Oblivion and Skyrim. Skyrim has so many mods for it. It's been released 15 different times, though. That's the only problem with it. Like, there's the definitive version, the legendary version, the alter. It's like Windows 7. It has 15 different versions, and nobody knows which one to get. But it's a great game, and you would you would just you could play it forever. And and then you have uh, MMORPGs, you know, World of Warcraft, RuneScape. It's just you never run out of content on those games. I mean, you could you really couldn't do everything you wanted to do on World of Warcraft. If you sat down and played World of Warcraft for I don't know, 10 hours a day, you would still have something to do. There's, you'd never run out of stuff to do. That's the problem. With, that's, some, that's some of the problem with MMORPGs. Like, if you love a character all the way to the max level, you have, I don't know how many different classes to level. Then you have a whole other faction to level. Then you have skills to level. Then you have side quests to level. Then you have pets to collect. Then you have mouse to collect. It's these games that never end. Never end. I just, <laughs> that's my honorable mentions, uh, but I do plan on doing a follow-up video to the top five games you probably have in your PC, and I know I haven't recorded a podcast in a while. I'm going to start podcasting again, I believe. Uh, even going to start doing the retro podcast, I believe. I, I've, been, I've been wanting to get in this creative mo mode again, but uh, guys, I just want to say, if you want to see me streaming some games, my official streaming channel is youtube.com forward slash the Smango. I won't be streaming on anything else. If I do stream on other platforms, it'll be restreamed with restream.io. I might still do it on Twitch just because, you know, there's so many people on Twitch. But YouTube is where I want to grow. Uh, and the retro channel, it's still the retro20.com. I haven't been doing much with it. There's a TikTok called at the retro20. I've been doing a little bit on there, but it's not much yet. I plan on doing the Retro 20 podcast again, which just sounds fun to do because there's so many old stuff I just want to write about. Write about and talk about. And hopefully I can do that. I want to start doing it again. But uh, I think that's it for this podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. It's It's been a minute since I got on the mic and just chatted away. Hopefully I have some guests sometime. I don't know. It's hard to have guests because I, sometimes I just do it on a whim. But I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Hope you enjoyed the video. You can go watch the video if you want. Uh, it's, you know, it's a little, it's not as long form as a podcast because, you know, podcasts are longer form than a video, which I guess I could do the same thing, but I just like talking sometimes. I can just ramble on on a podcast and you, on YouTube. In videos, you can almost just get to the point, you know, whittle it down. Seven, eight minutes, good. Podcasting, just ramble on. But uh, follow me on Twitter at the Smango. You can also follow the Full Tech at Full Tech Computers for the podcast here. You know, the old Quake fan stuff, it's overtook by it. Go to fulltechpodcast.com and we'll see you guys next time here on Full Tech.